1: We want to put the microphone in front of the voices that need to be heard the most right now, the
0: farmers, the dreamers, the designers, and the doers. So come cultivate a better world with us. We're so glad you're here. Now, let's dig in.
1: Hello, Emma. Happy New Year. Happy New Year weekend.
0: Happy New Year, y'all. I don't know if you noticed the pile behind me. I do. I'm Marie condoing all my clothes. I'm in the middle of it. Marie condoing.
1: Yeah. Oh, is that the, is it beautiful, useful, or loved? Right.
0: Does it spark joy? How is it going? I'm in the middle of it. The first thing she has you do is, this is the hardest part, I think, is pulling everything out. So if it's clothes and it's, all your clothes, all your coats in the coat closet, all your shoes and all your accessories. Woo, that I think that's the hardest part. And then separating it by type and doing it all at once. So instead of saying, I'm going to tackle this drawer, you know, uh, you do it all at once. Yeah. So I don't know if it's preferable, but I'm just giving it a shot because I just, I got tired of washing and folding and putting away the same clothes on top of a layer of other clothes. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't wear I know. I've been thinking about doing something similar. I've been thinking about moving, moving all my clothes, e- everything to one spot. And as I use things, put them in my closet and after a season, see what I actually used.
0: Right. See what's still left there.
1: Yeah. See So what the sacrifice is
0: that you have to deal with piles everywhere for a little while. And also you I have think. to have space to put these things. I, don't, it's, I mean, yeah. I don't really have space, so it's, like, <laughs> it's piles in my space. But I think it's better than hidden piles cramped away, energetically taking up mental space.
1: I think one of the keys in decluttering and getting down to the essentials is actually having it all in front of you and seeing what you have, to your Mm -hmm. point. And if there is a pile, it's like, you know, you're sort of impressed with the amount. Yeah. Right. Anyway.
0: So new year, end of year, beginning of new year lots of lots of feelings and thoughts and things around that and it's just been really fun for us. 2022 has been an awesome year for Lady Farmer and for the Good Dirt podcast. And yes, we've just grown exponentially thanks to you dear listeners and sharing with your friends and listening and calling in and joining our community. We are so grateful. We've been working so so hard and we really appreciate feedback and participation and we're really excited about what's ahead for us we can't wait to continue growing um so this year we surpassed 100,000 and then 200,000 downloads wow shortly thereafter
1: you know what i didn't even know that Mm mm-hmm
0: that's amazing that happened about a month ago
1: well that happened really quickly after the 100,000 so yeah That's how that works. Yay. (laughs) We
0: are growing like a little leaf. (laughs) So we thought today that, actually, this was your idea, Mom, for each of us to pick a few episodes that were our favorite over the past year. So if you are new here or if you haven't listened to every single episode, maybe this will be a fun one for you um, to find some nuggets from the past year that we loved. So I'll let you start, Mom. What is one of your favorite episodes and why?
1: Okay, so um, these are just episodes that jumped out to me as I was reviewing as things that had an impact on me or raised questions and insights that are really particularly lingering on in in my thoughts and reflections. So I think the first one I want to talk about is Andrew Schwartz, an ecological civilization
0: for all. Yeah, I will interrupt you really quickly just to say to our audience that we have not discussed these yet yeah. with each other. We don't know what each of our favorite episodes are. So this is the first time we're hearing each other's favorite episodes and we're interested if there's any overlap. And I will say this one was also on my list. It's episode oh. 101.
1: Oh, that's, that's amazing. So I think the reason this one stood out to me is because I really – and fascinated and enjoy the sort of zooming out view of what the possibilities are in really, really changing the paradigm, how things could really look different. But for things to look different, a lot of really fundamental things have to change. Their approach in this organization called EgoSiv is to try to imagine what life on earth would be like, if we respected the earth, we respected all people, if our economic system reflected justice and equality, and it sounds so unattainable, it sounds so um, unrealistic in terms of our current systems, but what if we could? And that's what the discussion was about. And I'm so fascinated by it. And I think it helps us envision a better future. I think it helps each of us individually decide about our own patterns, behaviors, decisions. And even if we are just, as we say all the time, making these minuscule shifts in the way we live or the way we look at things, the decisions we make, the purchases, it does enter our consciousness and it does change things. So I really love this episode.
0: Yeah, I agree. And like you said, a lot of it sounds really unattainable and pie in the sky and, oh, that will never happen. But it really will never happen if we're not even thinking about it. Yeah. So that was my takeaway. I kept asking him, okay, so what do you do? But then what do you do? (laughs) And his point was, this is the doing, is the gathering and the conversations and asking questions. And then it's inevitable that things grow from there and spin off. And they do have a lot of action initiatives. Not that talking and listening isn't active. It's very active. But it was a very deep conversation and very enlightening. And I sort of, I picked more than three favorite episodes, Mom. I actually picked six. And I ended up sort of categorizing them. So this one, Eco Civ, episode 101, I put as the most good dirt episode like um, the one that I think encompasses so much of what we're trying to do on the podcast because we we cover a lot of ground here and you know sometimes the guests are hand by me or handpicked by you and they sort of reflect our own individual interests or they come to us and they they reflect something else about about Lady Farmer and about the good dirt but this one I really think is like it's funny that it's 101 too because
1: oh yeah it's just so the good dirt 101 it's like the opening course the beginning course yeah this exactly. is what we do yeah and andrew is a theologian as well so i love that integration of spirituality and
0: ecology and earth's partnership i just thought it was yeah. just great okay so i'll go next um okay so if that was the most good dirt episode to me i picked my next favorite that I thought was the most Lady Farmer, which Lady Farmer, for those listening who might not be familiar, Lady Farmer is the is the mother brand above the good dirt. And my mom and I started Lady Farmer six and a half years ago now. And we were going to be a sustainable apparel company. And we still are. That's still a part of, of who we are. Um, but we've grown into so much more. But but this next episode, I think, really encompasses the the true spirit of the seed of where lady farmer started. And that's episode 104, the once and future crop linen. And we have a couple of episodes on linen. I love this one in particular because, well, most likely because of our personal connection with Heidi, who is one of the interviewees, and then Emma, her partner. Um, It was really fun to talk to them. They feel like peers. They are peers. And I just so resonate with them and their mission. And I so admire what they're doing. And I was just really inspired by that conversation. And it's very informative. There's a lot to learn. And if you're interested in going back to the source of your things, particularly your clothes, um, linen is is an amazing thing to explore. And this episode in particular is a great primer on that.
1: Yeah. And just to give a little Preview of the basis of the episode: Heidi Barr and Emma DeLong uh, are co-founders of the Pennsylvania Flax Project, and the purpose of that is to try to bring flax as a viable crop back into the United States, and particularly in their case, Pennsylvania,
0: um,
1: because flax used to be a very common crop in America, and it was used to produce linen. And in recent decades, the United States has not produced any linen at all. And this is due to a combination of factors. You can hear all about it in the episode. But basically, linen is a crop that's very easily grown here in the United States. And there's really no reason why we can't grow it domestically. Why do we have to import all of our linen? Why can't it be a viable crop? Crop here in the United States. And that's what they're doing. It's a very, very interesting project and they're making really good progress on it. And yeah, I agree with you, Emma. That's just a really informative, inspirational episode. It's even inspired us here in our fiber shed to take on a similar project, which we'll talk more about later. Okay. So my turn. I'll go next. Mm -hmm. The next episode that stood out to me was our interview with Lincoln Smith of Forested, episode 80. And that episode is called The Forest Garden, Edible Food Forests. And I love this one so much because I'm so fascinated by this topic. I'm fascinated by all of our topics, but this one really gets me excited. And I've been excited about it for as long as we've lived out here on the Farm, which is ten years now, and it's the idea that you can convert these landscapes that have been given over by monocropping and or invasive uh, weed, what we call opportunistic plants that really don't have any function in the local environment. And you can, given time and a little bit of knowledge and some effort, you can transform these landscapes into very vibrant, alive food-bearing areas and you can do it in your yard you can create a food forest which is basically just an area where the plants are food-bearing or for the most part maybe surrounded by things that support that also support local pollinators birds wildlife and just re enliven a landscape and I love this because I feel like if everybody hooked into this if everybody got interested in this and did it in their own little plot or corner of the world, then it would really, really transform things. And it would help with global warming. It would help with hunger. It would help with problems in our food system. It would support wildlife. It would reinvigorate our natural environments. There's just so much about this concept of creating these food forests that I think is just riveting. And I'm doing a lot of it here on our own property, a little bit at a time a little here, a little there. Over 10 years it has grown and I'm
0: really, really happy with the results. So Lincoln's episode was definitely great. It's not on my list, but I think that's one of the things that reflects your specific interests versus mine. Yes. I can say that I loved visiting Lincoln's food forest in person. That was a really fun day. Yeah. It's here in Maryland. So on that note, I will say one that particularly spoke to me and my specific interests. I really loved our episode with Marty Buckley, episode ninety six. She's a a chef and a cookbook author living in Basque country in Spain in San Sebastian. And you can probably tell if you listen to that episode that I was just total fangirling, jealous of her life. Um, but I, having spent some time living abroad myself and having those adventures. And integrating with other cultures, especially in Europe, where, well, I'm sure this is the case in many parts of the world, but I've spent the most time in Europe where they truly value slowing down and they truly design their life around food and family and time spent together, which are things that I value a lot. And I imagine if you're listening to this, you probably do too. So just listening to her talk about her own journey and her life and what that means and writing that cookbook. It was a fun little escape. And I think about it often.
1: Yeah. And I think that discussion encompassed so much of the concepts of slow living, the idea of food and the community and the way you spend your day. And we've interviewed a few people from Europe. And that seems to be a theme that comes up, that slow living lifestyle that we refer to so often, is reflected in Europe to a certain extent. So good pick, Emma. Thanks. I love that one too. So I'm next. And reflecting on what you said about the original inspiration for Lady Farmer and how we started out making sustainable clothing and creating that and providing alternatives to the fast fashion industry for consumers and educating people about it as well, I selected the interview with Rose and Doug Phillips of Conscious Clothing, episode number 88. This is especially poignant because just a few months after we talked with Rose and Doug, Rose lost her battle with cancer. And so I really want to honor her and her efforts in and in, in her vision in creating an alternative to the harmful practices in the fast fashion industry. And she started out over 20 years ago, just really making clothing for her own children. And then she and her husband, Doug, created this thriving company that really sticks to the principles of producing sustainable clothing. And what impresses me about this is that they're, they're really doing it and they're making it work and they're providing really cute, functional, accessible clothing that is an alternative to fast fashion.
0: Yeah. And also a, an interesting backstory on that one is we actually recorded an episode with them the year before as well. And that was our first ever file tech casualty on the Good Dirt podcast. The, that file completely disappeared. And I was so sad and and it took us a long time to reschedule with them. And and we finally did. And we finally got them back on and they were so gracious and understanding. And it was so special to get to chat with them both again. They're just such uh, amazing people, really warm and gracious. And yes, yeah, so, so poignant, as you said, that we were able to talk to Rose before she passed away. But Conscious Clothing, the company is still going strong and you can support them and purchase a beautiful linen or cotton, organic cotton garment that you will wear forever. But yes, I love that one. And let's see. So I would say one that has really stuck with me that I think about a lot is our episode number 110 with Stephanie O'Day.
1: Yeah. Stephanie
0: O'Day has a slow living podcast, so she's all about slow living, and she's a life coach, and so she comes at it from an angle of, okay, let's really break it down, and we're going to do step-by-step, one, two, three, how to live your life slow living, and we're going to tackle all of your obstacles. I remember specifically that the interview was very early in the morning and she was on the West coast and it really struck me. So she's one of those and just a beautiful person inside and out. And she just really inspired me to, you know, get after it. (laughs) Not in a stressful way though. So much of that habit building, you know, you can do it kind of stuff is a little bit overwhelming for, especially for my personality, But she has a way of going about it that is very inspiring and attainable. And most of her content is focused around nourishing yourself with slow food. And what she has found works best for her is using the crock pot. So that is something that I've really taken away from that conversation. And I've incorporated more slow cooking as in like, Literal slow cooking. Um, because for someone who is multi passionate and has a ton of projects going on, as I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're probably one of those people as well. It's just so helpful to have the tools you need to keep yourself nourished and really live the life that you want to be living, even if you are, quote unquote, doing a lot.
1: Yes. I remember that episode well. And it was actually one of the top ones for me also. No way. Another overlap. Yeah, another overlap. Because I think we can safely say that all of our conversations are organic.
0: Mm-hmm. We
1: we just sort of let them go wherever. Mm-hmm. But but that one, I really felt immersed in the discussion. And it was almost like I even forgot it was an interview. We were just mm-hmm. having a great conversation. And I just love that. And her ideas and what she teaches and tries to pass on to others so resonates with me personally and what we do and talk about at lady farmer so it was just so spot on the whole thing it was another
0: great episode yes you're right emma yeah
1: congratulations
0: okay so i had just two more i couldn't pick i would just classify them as like favorite if i'm going to share an episode with a good friend um I would share one of these or both of them. And the first one is number 94 with Bex Partridge. She's the dried flower designer. She has a really awesome story about working in the corporate world and then moving to a little farm. And now she's a designer. She works with dried flowers, which is so cool. So all of that, I'm just really intrigued by. And she's a wonderful storyteller and imagery as well. So I love following her on social media. And I have not done my own floral designs with dried flowers yet, but that's something that I'd like to do one day. And then the other one that really inspired me that I just love and it was so energetic and she was hilarious was our episode with Eliza. Yes. Episode 84. Eliza Greenman. Eliza Greenman. She's so fun to talk to, so brilliant and knowledgeable. And she has such a zoomed in, focused, intelligent way of looking at so many of these problems that we talk about. And so she has this very specific way that she is solving it in her community through apples and pigs. (laughs) And it's very admirable. And I loved talking to her. And it was really fun to find out that we had gone to the same college in the interview which is a small college, so that was fun.
1: Yes, and that episode is Agroecology, Apples and Sustainable Systems. And I was so fascinated by that. And this is something unusual. Uh, A few weeks after that interview, I had her come out to the farm and give me some advice on some of my own trees and, and plants. And she was so interesting, and she helped me prune some things. And she gave me some really good guidance on how to proceed with my food forests. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I went to Virginia and took a grafting workshop from Eliza. And the two trees that I brought home that I grafted there in the workshop—two apple trees—are thriving. I'm I'm just so proud of it. I grafted those trees, and they're growing. And you know, oh, that's they're gonna, so cool. They're going to give us apples and food. So. Thank you, Eliza. And yes, what a great episode. So anyone that's interested in agroecology, both specifically creating sustainable systems, this is a must listen. So yes. And to the Bex Partridge episode, which you mentioned, I also love that one so much because she represents someone who has her vision and her passion for something she wants to do and is not afraid to just go do it. So, yeah. I love
0: Bix. Hey, well, that's our little roundup for you. We'll have them all linked for you to go back and listen to if you haven't already. And we'd love to hear from you what your favorite episode from this year was. You can call us at the number 443-459-1950 and tell us about what your favorite episode is or have been, and why it doesn't have to just be from 2022. It can also be earlier. And um, you guys, we have so many wonderful interviews already recorded and ready to go for the next few weeks, and then upcoming interviews to be had and to be shared. And we hope that you have a wonderful, happy new year, and that you come back and see us in 2023 keep sharing keep listening we appreciate it so much thank you
1: everyone we love hearing f- from you we love having you listen and we love seeing our almanac members so if you want to come and have an ongoing conversation on slow living through the seasons come on in
0: all that information is at the link in our bio and in our show notes and happy new year y'all Happy New Year. See you next year. Thank you for tuning in, calling in, and spreading the good dirt. We love hearing from you. You can reach our listener voicemail at 443-459-1950. That's 443-459-1950. You can find this number in our show notes and in our Instagram profile. This show is produced by Lady Farmer, a slow
1: living lifestyle community, and the original music is composed and performed by John Kingsley.
0: For more from Lady Farmer, follow us on Instagram at we are Lady Farmer. That's we are Lady Farmer, or join us online at www.ladyfarmer.com. We'll see you next time on the Good Dirt. Goodbye.